This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first official live OG show tonight here on the Paddle and Finn Podcast Network. Sorry for the delays here. We're having a little troubles getting our guests in. Gotta love technology. Hope everybody can hear me well. Give me a thumbs up. Do me a favor. Go ahead and Share this on your Facebook page, and uh, I see we just got our guest in here, so that is good. We got our technical difficulties worked out. 
Um, but yes, if you could all just go share this on your Facebook page, we want to start doing this every Monday night. Um, and then this will go on the normal uh, podcast platforms that we usually uh, broadcast from. And um, so you can catch this tomorrow, Tuesday morning. If, uh, if you got to jump off early or you miss part of this, uh, you'll be able to go back and watch either on the Facebook page or on the podcast platforms where you normally catch us. Um, so just want to do uh, some quick things here real quick, guys and gals. Um, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, just want to give a huge shout out to Russ Snyders for winning the 10. And uh, a huge shout out as well to Don Harshman for winning the Hobie BOS this weekend. Some uh, incredible fish caught this weekend down south. Um, kudos to everybody that uh, made the trek down there. Uh, huge shout out to my man, Dustin Nichols. Uh, he's on the Chasing the Tide saltwater segment here at Paddling Fin. That man has suffered. Dude uh, developed a kidney stone while on the water pre-fishing for Seminole. Ended up in a hospital room. Then went back out and tried to fish and then had like a 12-hour drive home. I don't know how you did it, brother, but uh, thanks for sticking in there and uh, fighting the good fight. Um, but, yeah, let's not uh, get too far away from our guest this evening. Uh, we got our man. I mean, this dude's just been crushing it. If you guys aren't paying attention, I mean, uh, I don't know what to say. Josh Smith from Dark Waters Podcast. He's also got the podcast known as Chronicles of a Badass Dad. I thought I had it rough trying to keep up with all this stuff here at Paddle and Finn, and this dude just is chumping me up. So looking forward to talking to him tonight. As you guys can see at the bottom of the screen here, we got uh, our, our Paddle and Finn podcast show schedule. You can catch that on any major pla uh, podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, uh, what Stitcher, Spotify, uh, there's like 12 of them. Any podcast platform out there, just search Paddle and Finn, and you can find all of our fine material. So I think we're ready to bring in our guest, Mr. Josh Smith. Hope you all are ready. Uh, stick around. We're going to do a little something special here. Uh, so let's let's bring our man in. You ready, my man? Yep. For, so. <laughs> it's all good, brother. It's all good, man. I know we were having some troubles there, so welcome to the show. Yeah, Appreciate man. you jumping on with me. Uh, this time you're on the opposite end of the mic. How do you feel about that? I don't know, man. I feel like I made it to the big show. I'm on paddle with Finn. You usually you guys have like good anglers on here. I have no idea why I got chosen. So, well, come on, man. I mean, seriously, uh, you and I have had some, uh, you know conversations behind the scenes you know obviously you started chronicles of a badass dad you've followed paddle and finn for a long time i think going back to the beginning right i mean you were listening when we had uh the godfather on here yeah and uh only like two uh two podcast or you could only find like two podcasts at that time when you guys started and so you know and there wasn't there wasn't as many and the podcasts that were around weren't putting out that much uh, content 
you know, they, just, they didn't have like a steady schedule, and so whatever, whoever put whatever out, I would listen to. So, yeah, yeah, right on, man. Well, I mean, you know, uh, we've talked back and forth for I don't know, probably a good year, year and a half, and uh, you know, you reached out, you started a podcast uh, known as Chronicles of a Badass Head. Now you're doing Dark Waters. We'll get into that. But we're going to start the OG way here, how you got into kayak fishing, fishing in general, and uh, we'll kind of spiral off that, my friend. Yeah, uh, well, like I said, I'm Josh. Uh, uh, so I didn't grow up fishing, but I grew up in Panama City, Florida, which is a big fishing community. Um, but uh, I, I should, I wish I would have grown up fishing. I mean, I, I, every now and then I do like the deep sea, you know, the, the charters and go catch groupers and stuff out, out there, uh, deep water. But uh, I didn't really get into fish until about the end of my uh, my time with the Marine Corps. I was getting close to uh, getting out. Uh, you know, I spent that four years in the Marine Corps living like, you know, living like I was a Marine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just, uh, you know, a lot of partying. And, you know, we party hard. You know, we worked hard. We played hard. Um, you know, I did a few deployments. And so, you know, it's a, it's a weird way of life. Uh, anyone who's a Marine knows exactly what I'm talking about. You know, we live on the cat. It's called the catwalk life. And it's hard to explain, but it's just madness. Uh uh, it's, it's everything you th- you would think a marine you know life would be like, but just 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 madness. And so as I was getting closer to getting out, I was like, uh, well, I can't do this and go try to be as you know successful in the as a civilian because you know I, I need I needed to uh, you know, get ready to adapt to a new way of life. So I needed to find a hobby or something that would uh, you know help me like transition. So uh, I was at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, which is right there on the coast. Um, and so I started fishing, uh, off the banks, you know, chasing the, uh, like redfish and trout and things like that. Um, it was like new river over in Jacksonville, North Carolina. It was a beautiful area. And so, uh, got back to Panama city, you know, immediately started hitting the, uh, the banks, the flats, started doing a lot of wade fishing, uh, you know, finally hooked into a, a big red, uh, when I was wading, it was probably one of the, to this day, I still can't, um, <laughs> it, it was nuts. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best I've ever had. Uh, but, uh, you know. I joined the army. I got away from fishing. Um, just got stuck in like the uh, you know the family life, um, things like that. And so, did the army for about eight years. And same thing. I was getting ready to get out. Actually, I was I already got out. My wife got pregnant with my son, and so I was looking like, well, damn, I can't just drink all the time. I got to have like a hobby or uh, <laughs> you know, or, or something. You know, something sure. that me and, me and the little man can grow up and do together. So I'm like, well, I'll start fishing again. That seems to be the uh, my go my go to uh, when I need when I need something. So. Uh, I'm a little bit more older, a little more, you know, set financially. So, like, well, maybe I'll get a boat. Because I'm up here in upstate New York, and I don't know if you want about this area. But we, we got good fishing up here. We got the Great Lakes. We got the Finger Lakes. We got multiple river systems. We got beautiful lakes out in the Adirondacks. You know, big smallmouth. Uh, world, I live, like, five minutes away from, like, just world-famous uh, fly fishing for salmon. So, I was like, I got to figure something out. So, I started looking at the boats. They're a lot more expensive than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and taking care of them, you know, there's a lot of responsibility. I just, you know, I wasn't really into that. So I was like, started looking up kayaks and, uh, you know, Greg Blanchard came up and he's a, he was a former, uh, New Yorker. Well, they still claim him, but he lives in California. They just claim him because, <laughs> you know, but he's, uh, you know, I started looking at him, you know, probably the same way that most people get into it. I started, you know, following his videos, the, uh, Mike McKinstry videos, like the basketball dude, um, Robert Fields and a few others. So I'm like, well, this kayak stuff looks fun. And, and uh, anyone knows, like, once you get in a kayak, once you hook into a bass, you know, it's it's it. Like, you got bit by the Game boat. over. Yeah, I, got, <laughs> uh, I was lucky enough for, like, my first fish in the kayak. I was out in the uh, Ontario Lake. And um, 
hooked into a, a, a big smallie. And nice. uh, that 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 was a that was a rush, and so that that whole day I was just catching. It was it was had to be like June, so for us that's like a really good time. Um, and I was just catching smallies all day, and I was like, this is the life. And so, you know, my first kayak was like a pelican, like a catch one hundred, I think something like that. And like right now. in two months, I moved into a Jackson Cusa, uh, um, and, and now I'm in it. I got the pedal drive, I got the FD, you know, the Cusa FD. I got a Get ton of, I'm sorry. I'm cussing on here, right? Uh, you know, try to keep uh, it as clean as yeah, possible. <laughs> yeah, I know the dark boy. I'll try to. Uh, yeah, no, I know yeah, you're I'm, not used to that. I know yeah, you're not used to that, yeah, brother. Yeah, That's but, all good. I got, I got ton, you know, I bought a whole bunch of poles and put myself in debt, upset my wife. Now I'm chasing the tournaments. And that's pretty much like, nothing serious, you know, no crazy story, really. Just, you know, yeah. the hobby. The hobby, I found it. Right on, man. No, I dig it. Um, yeah, I know uh, you and I have talked uh, about kayak fishing and, you know, the tournament scene and things like that. I know you mainly fished uh, NYKBF last year. Uh, shout out to Justin Hausner. That's a an incredible tournament series, and it, it's just uh, angler-orientated, super fun. Um, if you guys missed that episode, go back into the podcast. I know Sam Jones just had him on the reel down talking to him about that. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit. And I, you fished a few KBF events last year too, right? Yeah, I did pretty well. I didn't, I didn't do good at any KBF events, but I did a few. I, 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 last year I cut my teeth. Last year uh, I did. I did. I did almost every single uh, New York KBF, and then I did, I think, three of the four in the Northeast. I think. Okay. Okay. KBF trail. So you know, I got, I got, I got bit, and uh, you know, this, we'll talk if you want to talk about this year, this coming season. But I'm, I'm definitely. Gonna be doing a lot of traveling in 2020. So yeah, 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 yeah. We'll definitely get into that, man. Um, so I mean, talking your home state of New York, you know, uh, what would you say is your favorite lake to fish out of a kayak up there, man? Well, you know, when when Pat Finn finally come visit me in upstate New York, I'll take you guys to. Uh... <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah. And so um. I like to go down to a place called Otisco Lake. Uh, it's one of the Finger Lakes. It's the one closest to me. I guess you would say it's the one furthest east. Um, it's not the biggest. It's not the smallest, but it's. Uh, I had a great time there. We uh, we had a tournament there during the uh, pre-spawn uh, last May, and I mean it was just amazing. Like just big, large mouth, big, small mouth. You can hook onto a tiger muskie. Um, nice. It's got it's, it's got really deep water. Um, and then it's got like some really nice, uh, like shallow flats or grass areas that I love to get a hold of. It's just it had everything that I needed. Uh, and most, most of the, the most of the um, the Finger Lakes do. But I like like about that lake is it's not as pressured because they're very limited to the uh, the big boats that go on there. Like it, yeah, I mean it gets some pressure, but not like some of the bigger um, you know Finger Lakes. So I like to get out there on the kayak. I mean, like I said, it's it's I don't think it's that pressured, and it's just got it's got big fish, and it's always been consistent for me. And that I have to say also, I live five minutes away from obviously uh, Lake Oneida. Okay. Oneida Lake which is a very popular lake, especially with the yep. bass. Especially, I think um, I think Bass Nation kayak, whatever is coming here in September. Mm. So I like nice. that just because it's five minutes away, and you know I get to really go out there as much as I want. Uh, you know, lucky enough to where like if I get off work, I can go out there and you know get an hour or two if I need to if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm jonesing for uh, some fishing. So I don't know those are my two. Right on, right on. So, I mean, you guys got quite a few uh, tournaments going on up in New York this year. I mean, what, what what would you say is like your most favorite event you're looking forward to for 2020 up in New York? 
Uh, just sticking with the uh, New York KBF. Uh, I'd have to say, okay, we're going, we're, this is the first time he really does it because Justin's really good. He likes, and we got so many bodies of water. So we always try to make sure they don't go to the same place year after year. So, uh, but for some reason, because Otisco was so bad, at, it was so awesome that uh, <laughs> that we're gonna go there again in 2020. So that's that's nice. that's, that's my favorite, and I, we get to hit it again. So it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be tough because you know it's still fresh in everyone's mind. So everyone's got those spots picked out and it's going to be who can wake up the earliest and get in the, in the water. The right on. Or who can get out to the spots the fastest. Yeah. I like it. I like some, it. Some stuff going on in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys drilling holes in each other's boats out there or what? Hey, whatever, whatever it takes, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I can see it. I can see it. You know, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not against it. We'll see. <laughs> well, what's cool about NYKBF and, uh, you know, the one thing I always talk about, and the first, this goes back to like the first time I ever talked to Justin Hausner. Um, shout out to him. Uh, he's a Jackson teammate with me, uh, owns Fuzzy Guppies uh, Kayak Shop. I'm sure all of you guys have seen it in Greg Blanchard's videos. Um, but he was telling us how they do like themed events. And uh, I guess there was one around 4th of July or something. So the theme was America. And uh, you guys like decorate your boats, like dress in costumes, stuff like that. And he was telling me some dude that one uh, was dressed like Captain America, you know, fishing from his kayak. And I remember thinking, like, imagine just like cruising around the lake with your old lady in the pontoon boat, kids in front. And you just pass this dude dressed like Captain America standing in his, you know, Jackson Cusa pitching to some trees or something. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't make that up, you know. <laughs> Well, it gets weirder. Like Justin did one that was a, um, it was a, I don't know, tiki party type setup. Okay. And like, Justin's out there taking pictures of everyone in his kayak wearing like a, a hula a dress hula or whatever. Skirt. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. It's just, I mean, whatever. I mean, to each their own, but yeah, right. Just, just that wasn't weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alive, but, yeah. No, it's good. He does stuff like that. Uh, Justin, uh, he he's a really good um, tournament director. I, I've done others, and not say who's the best, but. I mean, yeah. like, as far as, like, as, as I'm concerned, I've never seen anyone who, for one, puts as much time into it as he has. Uh, and that's not just the planning. I mean, obviously, I don't, I've never been a tournament director, but I imagine planning them and, you know, getting everything set up for the season to start has got to be, uh, you know, pretty, pretty tough. But even, like, during, like, you would, like, the guy obviously loves fishing. He's been in the sport for a long time. Um, but, he, but he doesn't fish that much. He runs a, uh, you know, he runs, you know, that, uh, uh I don't know the RV park and his uh, his oh yeah, yeah 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 uh, yep. and then he when he runs a tournament he only goes out there for maybe like an hour or two fishes and then next thing you know he's out there taking pictures of us um using the drone out there following us around and doing that so he can bring you know exposure to us like putting us in that a lot of our guys have been in magazines like the kayak angling magazines yeah. a lot of the sponsors like coyote eyewear but I've been in the, I've been on their site a few times like he, he does a lot to uh, promote the anglers in his uh is his tournament series, and you know, it's just a selfless act that he does every year. I mean, I, I don't think he gets to enjoy it like everyone else. Like I get to enjoy uh, the season, you know, fishing in his tournaments. But I mean, I mean, it, it works. I mean, he went from having you know eight people to now. I think we started off last year like it's sixty or seventy. I think anglers yeah. that competed in those yeah. first few tournaments. Most of them stopped right. once the once the summer came and, and, the, and the bite got tough. But uh, right, you know, right, but right. he does. He does a real good job, real selfless dude, easy to talk to. Uh, you've all talked to him, so, I mean, we're not telling you anything you don't already know. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, yeah. 
but he uh, he does a lot for these tournaments, and we all love the guy. I mean, just he's he's the best. Right on, man. No, I I can dig that, man. Um, like I said, you know he he's a very down to earth dude, but he he tries to make those events fun. You know, yeah, that competitive aspects there, but it's like. You know, just just getting the guys to have fun and relax while they're on the water and kind of take the edge off that competition thing. I think it's cool. It's different. Um, so, I mean, kudos kudos to Justin and NYKBF for for that event, those events that they put on, man. And I think it's it's super stellar. And I think we could all learn something from it. You know, so I always love talking about that. Um, and what better than uh, talk to you about it? You know, one of the guys that actually gets down and fishes those events. Um, so it's, it's super cool, man. So, you know, going back to you, man, what, what, what's your full-time gig? I mean, you, you're pretty much a full-time dad, right? Stay at home dad for the most part, right? Yeah. I'm a, so I'm a full-time dad, but I'm also a full, I'm a part-time paramedic. But I work full-time hours. If that makes any sense. You know, it's uh you know, yeah. So I'll, I still try to work about 40, 48 hours a week, you know, in the rig, which is a good because, you know, par- paramedics are needed, so you know, so that it's not hard for me to find hours. So, right, maybe, right. so you know, when I can pick up hours depending on my wife's schedule, because she's the breadwinner, she's the nurse. Um, you know, I, it, it works perfect for me because if I don't want to work a weekend, I ain't got to work a weekend. Um, sure. And so, you know, like as far as you know, about the fishing tournament season goes, like my job can't tell me no anymore. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it's good. Uh, you know, but I spend most of the day with the little man. Um, yeah. You know, and like, look, not to talk any trash about the women, but it's 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 fun. I don't, I, I mean, it's 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 not as hard as what they kept telling me, and I know why. I get it now. I figured out your secret. They were complaining about it, so we wouldn't find out. We want to stay home with our kids all day. I, I love it. I, I have a blast with my little dude. Um, sure. I can't, I can't wait. You know, another, right now he's getting ready. He's like a year and a half, so he's still like learning his words. He, like he, he walks like a weirdo. Like he hasn't figured it out a hundred percent yet. But uh, sure. You know, next, Six seven months, we might be. Able, you know, I live close to the, the lake, so maybe we'll go drop some, you know, get some fishing poles, go out there and start learning the, the you know, the, the craft. Uh, Teach him young, so, man. Yeah. Teach him but, young. But yeah, he's Heck. with me everywhere. I take him to jujitsu with me. He's the, uh, he's like the class mascot. You know, he's gonna be a sa- <laughs> he's gonna be a savage when he gets old. He's gonna be yeah. jacked and violent. And, you know. Yeah, you just gotta keep him tame, man. Keep yeah, him tame. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I mean, I, I kind of wanted to segue all all that stuff into, into what we're getting into next. But uh, just real quick, man, I want to run through this chat here. Uh, shout out to everybody that's tuned in. If you haven't already, please uh, go share a link to this uh, so we can get this thing growing. Um, let's see. Uh, Jacob Ruff making fun of me for my glasses. Uh, pretty typical of that dude. He, he's been around since... Uh, the way back in the day, uh, started listening episode one, naughty fish. What's up, brother. If you guys didn't catch that episode with, uh, myself and Sam Jones and him on the reel down, he's doing a, a really big charity tournament out there in Virginia, uh, with TKAA, I believe it is. Um, so please go check that out. Um, brother JD DeRosier turning in. Thanks, man. Uh, so real quick, man, um, we didn't talk about this yet, but uh, I want to do a little giveaway for those that are uh, tuned in. Uh, $50 Jig Masters gift card. Jig Masters is a sponsor here of the podcast. So we need to come up with something. How, how do you want to do this? Funniest comment of the show. 
Uh, best question. I was, I was, I was kind of thinking about this, but I'm going to let you pick. You got any ideas, my man? I know Ryan's over there saying I look buff. Uh, so let's go with, <laughs> we'll say, how much I weigh, the closest to the uh, the nearest ten. All right, there you go. How close, Mr. Josh Smith weighs? Drop your numbers in the comments. We'll pick the closest at the end of the show. Is going to get a fifty dollar gift card to uh, my man Cody over at Jig Masters Jigs. So. We talked about how you got into kayak fishing. We talked about dad life. You took all that and and jumped into the podcast game. It started with uh, your first podcast, Chronicles of a Badass Dad. So, I mean, what was the theory? Why podcast life? I mean, you know, what was your thought process on that? Well, I mean, like podcast is the, uh, it's changed things. I think uh, is the way, you know, the way we learn about things, the, uh, you know, and but not just what we like how we learn different things, but also uh, you know, just entertainment. Like you know, I'm I'm heavily inspired by people like Joe Rogan and some of those kind of podcasts. And so you know, I, you know, I fell in love with it. You know, especially his kind of podcast where you're it's funny, uh, you're getting a lot of information, and you're actually you know, let's, let's just say for news, for instance, like you got to watch you know Fox or CNN news, and you get like this you know, this two minute surf, you know, trying to get all the information you can in like two or five minutes. But you go watch like a Joe Rogan podcast. Or you come in and watch you know, podcasts like, oh, you're gonna hear us talk, you know, right. for, for you know, anyway, I don't know, hours, 20, 30 minutes. And you get a, you get to hear more and, and get to like decipher more, and you know, and I like that kind of that way of uh, transferring information. And so obviously, whenever I like something, I, I don't just like it. I got to do it. And when I do it, I got to go in hard. You know, it's just, <laughs> right, right, right. It's, it's, a, it's a sickness I have. Like when I, when I was running, I couldn't just go run five miles, you know, you know, I started running marathons and ultra marathons and I just, I don't have that kind of, uh, that discipline to just not go into something, um, all the way. And so, uh, you know, and I, it took me a while to uh, pull the trigger and start the podcast because I don't like the sound of my own voice. Um, it takes it, a while to get over that, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, and now that I've been doing like, I'm like, I'm like getting close to like 50 or 60 episodes. I'm like, all right. I don't sound that bad. Uh, sure. sound worse. So, um, but it, it took me a while to pull the trigger. Um, and not because I mean, you got to plan it, you got to like come up with a theme or you know, some kind of top, you know, just all these things you got to come up with. You got to come up with like a logo, you got to come up with the name of the show, you got to come up like where you want this show direction to go. And so it took me a while, and finally, I just said, Well, just do it and see what happens. I mean, worst case scenario, no one listens. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of podcasts right now that no one listens to. My mind would, <laughs> would just get lost in that, you know, get lost with those guys, no big deal. Yeah, uh, right, right. So, you know, but luckily I got a lot of good friends. And so when I did start making the uh, the Chronicles of Bass Dad, you know, I started off, you know, with, a, you know, 100 listeners right away just because most of you know, I'm old and older and a lot of my friends are dads. And so, and, you know, it was, uh, it kind of started off easy, kind of, kind of went in a weird direction. Like, I haven't really done much with it. I'm looking to, uh, and, the, and it's the stuff that you learn when you're doing a podcast, you know, yeah, you change right, you right. you your show. This show quite a quite a bit since we you know I first started listening to it. So uh, with, yeah. the, with the Chronicles of the Badass Dad, it was supposed to be a dad podcast. Uh, and next thing I know, I'm talking to MMA fighters, and I'm talking to kayak anglers. They're all dads, but it, like, it would be like a dad podcast. You like, you know, like there's some there were some episodes we didn't even talk about the kids. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, so it's just like it, so it, it was like I loved where it was going, but it didn't match what the name of the show was. And it, you know, so it was just like. Kind of got to look at like maybe rebranding if that's something I want to do, but or going sure. or, start, or starting to show over and, and, and just trying to stay with what the the name kind of says it is. I mean, it's my podcast; I can do what I want. But I did start seeing like 
listeners kind of fall off a little bit because, you know, it, it was so broad. Like, my show was so, like, like I said, I was talking to veterans. I was talking to MMA fighters. I was talking to all these different people. So there was something for everyone, but not everyone liked everything I was putting out there. So it was just, it got really hard to control. I was getting deeper and deeper into, like, the rabbit hole. And I started sure. feeling, started getting desperate with, like, the guests I was getting. So I was like, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to feel like I have to do anything. If it's not flowing right, it's not flowing right. And sometimes it's okay to either take a break or let, or let something go. And uh, then I started yeah. this, and this is uh, kind of taking off. I didn't see that happening, but it's, <laughs> it's doing really good. So. Yeah, man. I mean, you're you're killing it. Like I said, man, uh, it, it's, it's cool to see. You know, I know you and I had that conversation where it was like, well, I don't think I should start a kayak fishing podcast because, you know, I, I, I don't know crap about kayak fishing you know you were new to it and and the one thing i remember telling you is when i started paddling fin i mean there if you go back and listen to some of the older episodes at, at the very beginning i made a lot of mistakes um i didn't know anything i mean this podcast was started pretty much the beginning of my kayak fishing and and it has grown from there uh to what six days a week uh I don't even know how many different segments anymore, but it's kind of funny, man, because, you know, listening to you, uh, you know, describe your journey through this podcast thing, man, I can relate 100%. You and I are so alike and you and I have had that conversation, man. I hated my voice. I was totally nervous. I mean, if you would have asked me a year and a half ago, if I'd be doing live shows on Facebook, I'd tell you, you were nuts. Um, I'm, I'm usually a pretty shy guy and this, this is, you know, definitely opened up a whole new ball game to me, man. And uh, it's kind of cool. But the one thing I, I think we did talk about was, you know, I, I told you, I was like, Josh, man, like since I started the podcast, I've learned so much. Right. And it, and it's funny. I was listening to your episode with um, Sam Jones today. And, it, it, you know, you guys were talking about uh, offshore fishing. And if you guys haven't heard Josh's episode on that, man, you should definitely go check that out because it was really good but um as i was listening i could i could see the light bulb going off as you were talking to him and you know you guys were making that um comparison and i i mean that's happened so many times to me during an episode man so it's cool you know um i know you made the statement i've always made the statement listeners have made the statement to me that like Paddle and Finn produces so much content and it's hard to keep up with. But, you know, that was kind of the idea because we have all these different segments that, you know, cater from the absolute beginner all the way up to the most experienced, accomplished tournament fisherman. And it's it's cool to see everybody in that spectrum come together as one and learn together, um, help each other out. I know there's there's folks like yourself that had listened to the Paddle and Fitting podcast for a long time and have created relationships over that and, and helped each other out on the water, man. So, I mean, it, it seems like you are definitely heading in the right direction. You're definitely crushing it. And, uh, you know, I had the privilege of being, being guest one. So I'm going to wear that one right here on my sleeve, brother. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's cool, man. I mean, so so with that being said, I mean, you you got, what, probably 20, 30 episodes out on that so far? Yeah, I'm getting ready. Uh, I think today was 19. Um, okay. So 20 is coming up. So, so uh, who would you say was your favorite guest so far? Yeah, it's, tough I mean, you, it's tough to say. It's tough to say because I've talked to 
you know, I talked to two you know former national champions with the KBF. I've talked to you know some of the Hobie guys or people who are a little bit more Hobie heavy. Um, if I had to pick someone, I would say probably someone like Catherine Fields or Catherine Fields. So I should be called uh, Kate. Nice. Uh, just I like a good story. Um, yeah. Look, I love talking to the uh, the really experienced anglers. They're all good guys. You know the the sacrifice they put in the sport should not go unnoticed. But you know, the majority of us aren't sticks. The majority of us can't make those kind of <laughs> can't right. make those kind of sacrifices. And but sure. But the sport only grows because of people like us. If everybody like they need people like me to keep buying stuff. They need people like me to keep interested. And so to have someone like her who who's just you know a regular person but has a lot of uh she had a lot of illnesses, a lot of things that you know it was hard for her to even get in the kayak. You know, her yeah. story to me is um a little more important than uh, someone who you know like their hardest part is going against another amazing state. That's that's their battle. Sure. You know, hers is uh, getting into a kayak. Hers is to you know when things you know when she's hurting to stay motivated to not give up uh, because she's not cashing checks. She's not right. having right. these uh these these phenomenal moments of you know of glory. You know she's not getting invited to the ticket. You know these things that these guys and, and I'm happy for them. And they should all be proud of themselves. But like someone like Kate, when she goes through, I think that story to me is a lot more interesting. I mean, I don't know how to say it because you know, winning national no, championship, I, it's, it's pretty amazing. But you know, it's just like, but her, it's like she doesn't have to do it. There's no, yeah. there's no incentive for her to do it except that she just loves to do it. Um, sure. And that, that's that to me, that's a little more. That's, that's pretty powerful, and that's that's the kind of stories I like. And so I had to, if I had to pick my favorite guest so far, it would be her. No, I I can totally relate, man. I mean, everybody's got a story, right? And it's those those super interesting ones that uh, I think we all tend to gravitate to a little bit. I mean, um, I mean, that's what we do here on the podcast, man, is tell folks stories. So, I mean, I get where you're coming from, man. I mean, you know, I I haven't talked to uh, Catherine Field myself, but you know, hearing her story, it's pretty incredible. But I mean, you know, you want to talk? I mean, just some of the things that I've learned from about certain folks, you know, like I started this off with, you know, mm-hmm. my man, Dustin Nichols develops a kidney stone and still decides to try fishing a tournament, man. I mean, who does that? Who does that? My boy, doo that's his nickname. So uh, yeah. <laughs> what I like about the, the sport is that there's just, so, so like this sport, like it reminds me, the, the same thing I would say about like jujitsu is that the only people that like this sport you know, people that are following it, this sport, are people who do this sport. Like no sure. one's fo- no one's following kayak fishing who doesn't own a kayak and is not going out there and fishing. It's there's these certain sports that you have to be like you're involved in it to, and that's why you like it. It's not like I mean, how many of us play football, like, right, us, right? But but we all watch the we all watch the Super Bowl, right? But none of us are football players. But everyone right. who's watching this show right now is is an angler, is and, and they they own a kayak. And so it's that's what I love about. It. That's why I think one of the reasons why I started the podcast is because I get to talk to all these people and get to know and build relationships. Because um, you know, like my last year, when I didn't know anyone. It was lonely at Lake Anna. You know? uh, yeah. It, it, yeah. Luckily, I, I, I met some people, but like getting there, what, I didn't have a good feeling. Good, you know, the, the vibes weren't there. Sure. Uh, I, I by myself at a campground, and you know, I don't mind drinking alone, but. It looks weird. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, so. I mean, I get that, dude. I, I had the same same experience, dude. I kicked off the season, um, you know, KBF-wise down at uh, Big Hill, Kansas. And I was in a campground by myself. And fortunately enough, I, I ran into uh, Alan Reed and Sam Jones at a boat ramp uh, during pre-fishing one day. And we started chatting. And, 
kind of hung out and weigh in. And then after that, we were sharing a campsite up in Madison Chain and then so on and so forth. And then Dylan Fuqua joined that group. And it was like the four of us, man, every stop. It was, uh, you know, where, where we camp and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's kind of nerve wracking. But the, the one thing that we can say about the kayak fishing community is everybody's super welcoming. Yeah. You always meet somebody that, you know, Hey, why don't you come stay with us? Let's, uh, Hey, you want to go out to dinner with us? You know, meet them at the ramp, something like that. I mean, we all have this common interest, uh, fishing out of kayaks. And, and I think it, it, it's just a weird bond that draws us all together. And it's crazy, man. I don't even know how to explain it. Um, I mean, if you, you look through my text messages, like if it ain't work related, it's, probably a kayak fisherman or somehow related to kayak fishing it's crazy man so it's cool man i dig it so i mean um love how that was one of your favorite guests dude i mean uh kudos to you for for uh for that for sure i mean um and not only that but a woman angler man like It, dude, I'm my mind is still blown. You know, Susie Roloff does a segment here on Paddle and Finn, and I remember we had her on the OG show here, and you know she was talking about traveling to tournaments and, um, you know how uh you know she can't necessarily room with some dude. You know yeah. that doesn't look good to dude's girlfriend or wife, yeah. uh, or her, her husband. You know. Um, you know, just going to the bathroom, you know, things like that. Like, you know, I mean, it's like, it's stuff that we don't think about and, uh, it's pretty incredible. Some of the women that we have in this sport, man. So, you know, huge applause to them and kudos to, to all the ladies out there that are out there doing this, man. I mean, uh, I love seeing the diversity and seeing more and more women being drawn into the sport for sure. So yeah, yeah, super cool, man. So, I mean, do you have a set schedule now for for dark dark waters fishing podcast i mean no nah, not really and i'm probably never going to have anything set. like i work <laughs> dude, like, yeah. whatever. Like, i live in my own world it's chaotic i like it you know? sure but uh yeah i was gonna try to do like every monday you know wednesday and friday try to have an episode but like this week was a big week in uh you know, kayak fishing we had two huge tournaments yeah. we had you know everything going on in florida lake Seminole, georgia it's like there's a lot of people to talk to a lot of people i want to talk to so i don't know i might you know i'm doing a few recordings tomorrow i might post them all on wednesday yeah, um, yeah. i want to keep up with the you know the current events and so i don't know i don't really have like a uh I don't, set schedule yeah i don't think i need one like it's you know, yeah yeah I put it no, out. People are gonna listen. Um, I know you. You guys, you know, you guys got to run a pretty tight schedule because you're working with multiple people, and your shows are very specific to the person, to the host that's running that show. And so sure. it, it, it makes sense. But to me, it's just like I'm in my own little man cave, yeah. and I'm talking yeah. to people. So it's like whatever. Like I might post them as they go. I think it just depends on where we're at. Because this year, I, it's such a crazy year for uh, the tournament scene. Like there's so much yeah. going on, and so yeah. you know, like what am I gonna do? Like record. I think I, I'm gonna talk to Alan Reed tomorrow. I can't I can't post what he's gonna talk about next week when he just got back. Sure. He's getting back tonight from uh you know like you know like Seminole. We're not just gonna talk about Seminole. Like he was down in uh Florida, like he went he was gone for like nine days fishing. Like yeah, yeah. a lot of, a lot yeah. of stuff we gotta talk about with that guy. So you know, yeah. I gotta get him, like, gotta, gotta gotta do him the justice and like and and post that as soon as as soon as I can. So it's, it, it keeps up with the uh, the current events. But you know, my other ones, you know, like I did another one with, with another young gentleman, um I might wait to post that one next week so I can get all these um, 
he's turned it one the other way. Like I'm trying to talk to Casey Reed, you know, ask, you know I don't know, just about so many people I want to talk to that were down there at these events. And, you know, I think it's going to be like that all year because there's just so many, <laughs> there's, so, there's so many events going on. And like, I, yeah. you know, like my job, I think now it's part of, like, I don't know exactly what direction, you know, the dark waters is going. Uh, you know, like I said, like, I want to talk to some of the redfish guys. Uh, sure. I want to talk to people like, you know, Kate. And I want to talk to some of these, you know, just regular fishermen or people out there just doing the best they can. But I also want to talk to some of these, uh, I want to be able to help some of these people who are winning the tournaments who not just winning, like everyone who's like really competitive. Cause you know, sure. it's, not just, it's just not that top echelon of people. Like there's that, that, that lower the people who are trying to get the top. And I think their story and their, their participation in the sport is something we need to talk about too, because that's how we build. At, you know, that's like what I'm getting at. Like I, I kind of want to be like this shitty drunken journalist type guy in the sport. who's going to help, who's gonna, you know, help, 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 help promote some of these athletes, yeah, man. Uh, get their names out there, get their, get their brands out there. And, you know, just just do what you would see in like any other sports, like MMA and stuff. Where you, like you got to, we got to talk to these people. And we got to put their names out there so people know who they are. Um, so you know, just to help them out because they're, they're putting in the effort, they're putting the money in, they're, they're making the sacrifices. I love the sports, so why wouldn't I do something like that for them? You know, right, 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 right. No, I'll uh, I'll give you a little piece because you said uh, MMA. So uh, Alan Reed's got a nickname of MMA. I'll let you ask them what that means uh, okay. on your podcast. <laughs> so take notes on that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, uh, I completely agree, man. I mean, here on the OG show, we, you know, we've talked to big industry leaders, we've talked to big tournament anglers, but we've also talked to people that. You know, nobody has no clue about. I mean, you know, um, it, it, it's kind of amazing. Like, uh, I know my man Brock Howell's in here, dude. This dude got ran over by a boat in the middle of a tournament and, yeah. you know, uh, interviewed him about that whole experience, dude. And, you know, just uh, not this past weekend, the weekend before, dude drove up from Indiana. We hung out at the Chicago Fishing Show. It was really great to see him. And we've become really great friends. And, uh, it's cool, man, to 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 see and hear uh, from from all kinds of different anglers across the country, and you know, like like we, it all goes back to that story, man. Everybody's got a unique story, and even yourself, man. Like you know, we started this out, and you're like, I got no idea why I'm here, and and that's just it, man. You got a unique story. I mean, you're doing something different. You're doing something cool. Um, and you know us, man, we've always tried to help you out as much as you've helped us out, man. You're always constantly sharing our posts and, and things like that. So we can't say thank you enough, man. So, um, I mean, uh, that's just it. That's what makes this community go around. And, uh, I think why we all love it. I mean, you yeah. can't beat it, right. You know, yeah. so, um, it's super cool. So, uh, real quick, you guys, if you just joined, uh, we got a little giveaway going on. If you can guess Josh Smith is. Uh, Smith's weight here, uh, closest person is going to get a $50 gift certificate to uh, Jigmaster's Jigs. It's up there somewhere. Um, but, uh, yeah, so drop that in the comments below. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy, man, this whole podcast life, you know, and it, 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 it's educational. Uh, you make friendships. You get to tell people stories. Um, I, I, it, the opportunities are endless. And I think the biggest thing, man, is, you know, and I've to talked about this before, and we may have even talked about this on your podcast, you know, it's like, you look at the big boat world and they're, they're, you know, um, I was talking to Sam Jones about this and, you know, guys don't go out to dinner every night. They're afraid they're going to say something that's going to give away their spot, you know, when they go out fishing and things like that. So, um, 
it, it's it's just kind of crazy. Whereas you know, every night while you're at camp, you know, you're meeting up with anglers, uh, or if you're staying in a motel or whatever, and and you're all going out to dinner, and you know, I, I've never met a, a kayak fisherman that wouldn't give you at least this much information you know when you're struggling out there i mean everybody just wants to see everyone have a good time i mean we're all average joes and janes let's say and you know um this is our our free time that we spend together on the water and we just want to make sure everybody's having a great time i think that's what the, the best part about you know kayak fishing is is just everybody's watching out for everybody making sure they're having you know, the best time possible while they're on the water. Yeah, 100%. So. I mean, that's I, – I don't really care about the big bass world. I, I never really liked those guys that yeah. much. Me neither. Me neither. I met a few of them down here. Uh, they come to Lake Oneida or Oneida Lake to, uh, to fish some of the bigger tournaments here. And like, I just never had a good run in. I met one – I was at uh, Gander's Mountain. I don't know his name. Like, he looked like he might have been someone famous. He was wearing his jersey like he was someone special. Uh, you know, he's out there just – and then I, I tried to go talk to him. It just wasn't a good vibe. It was just like he wasn't there for me type thing. I'm just like, all right, well, I mean, it's what it is. But like, I know, you know if I had my kayak out there, if someone came to talk to me about it and wanted to know, like, I'm going to do my best to bring him into the sport. Like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, and just, you know, really be a good ambassador for the sport if I can. I think, I'm, I mean, that's how most people are in the kayak, you know, bass fishing scene. Like, everybody wants to talk about it. Everybody wants to post about it. Like, everyone's excited to be part of it and they're, and they're excited to share it and, you know, Especially when you go to like some of these local clubs and a new angler shows up, and when I showed up, I was I was taken care of. You know, I had like didn't have all the equipment I needed, uh, didn't know what I was doing, and I had a bunch of people who uh, you know who helped me out, and I'm I'm friends with them to this day. Nice, nice. I mean, that's the same thing here, man. I mean, uh, my local club here, Kayak Bass League. You know, um, it's pretty cool this year. They they've been doing. Um, they got their private Facebook group and uh, they've been doing like little live streams like this to go through and introduce each member uh, before the season even starts, you know? Um, it, and already I've seen some friendships made um, just in that group alone. Um, folks hanging out together, uh, making plans to camp or stay in a motel, uh, travel with, you know, to the different tournaments. So it's kind of cool to see that, man. Um, you know, I think that's where it all starts is on that local club level, unless you're crazy like me and, you know, jump head first in, you know, but, um, uh, it, it, it's, it's cool, man. I, I love the club level thing. I think it's, um, that nice stepping stone, so to speak, to get to that next level, um, to, to kind of prepare you for, um, some of these bigger tournaments, um, yeah. You know, but again, I mean, I'm not trying to steer anyone away from, you know, fishing bigger tournaments. I mean, you know, get your feet wet is always my suggestion and then kind of take the next step and move up. But, you know, um, you can't go wrong either way. I mean, you're going to find some good help in, in on either end. But uh, the grassroots clubs uh, are what really helps develop this sport. And we can't forget those guys. Right. So, you know, that was the one thing, you know, when we started the whole uh, reel down segment tournament recaps, you know, we wanted to spotlight a lot of these smaller um, club levels all across the country um, just to get them out there and, you know, have people recognize that there are, you know, local clubs everywhere around you. So you can, you know, get your feet wet in that and then move on to, 
you know, KBF, um, uh, BASS or the Hobie series. I mean, like you said, man, there is so many opportunities out there right now. I know the guys on the reel down their heads are spinning because they have yeah. no, <laughs> no idea which way to go, you I know, for the it, upcoming I love season. It. I love it. This is not, this is going to be a fun year, um, and I'm I'm glad I was able to start a podcast because like the real down guys, like I, I feel like I, I'm trying to be paddle and fan with just one person, so I, I got to figure out what what I'm going to do. But I might do. Like it's going to be tough to yeah, uh, to yeah. try to stay on top of this. But I think it's important that you know me and the real down and shows like that really do stay on top of it because we're yeah. not it. We're not we're not we're not on ESPN or anything like that. So we like our shows. <laughs> our shows going to be the ones who who I think are going to help build the sport and like build, build, uh, build the athletes, get names out there. Yeah, Cause here's the thing, like a lot of these guys, you know, and I'm not, I'm not talking bad about this. It's just the reality of things. Like a lot of these guys I talk to who are former national champions, you go look at their Instagram and only got like five, 600 people. I'm not saying that's bad, but I'm saying, right. right we got, right. we got to, we got to stay that. We got to help that. We got to get these people out there and we got to talk about them. Um, we got to help promote them. We got to give them a platform to promote themselves. Uh, and, and we got to talk about the tournaments and we got, you know, we got to talk about all the tournaments. We got to talk about Hobie. We got to talk about KBF. We got to talk about, uh, you know, Bass Nation, you know, come on the scene. And, and we, and we have to do a good job representing these guys, you know, not, not being biased. Uh, that doesn't do anything for the sport for, as far as for us. You know, like I said, right, I, like to, I right. like to think I'm a very uneducated, not very good journalist, but since there's no one else <laughs> who's going to do it, then I'll do it. And I'll, I'll do my best to help get these guys the, until, you know, until the sport changes, you know, and, and Scott from uh, the way and he does, he did a great job with the uh, absolutely the way in. Like it was, it was, yeah. it was good. Like I, you know, I ended up talking to Casey Reed after that. I'm like, I don't want to talk about the you know the ten because Scott did such a great job, and it's not my, you know, I don't want to take sure. away from what he did. Sure. So I, you know, I went a different route with him, but that's the kind of stuff the sport needs from different people. Uh, absolutely, it needs people to help grow these athletes and to grow these tournaments. So. No, I couldn't agree more, man. I know we've always tried to be cautious, you know, and that's why we're doing this live stream on Monday night because we didn't want to, you know, do it Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, when Scott has his show going on and he does an unbelievable job. And if you guys are listening right now and, uh, you know, don't know who Scott Butcher is or the way in or uh, Westbrook Wednesday, um, climb out from underneath the rock you're under. Uh, tune in on the KBF page for the weigh-in every Tuesday night and uh, the Westbrook Wednesday Facebook page uh, for Westbrook Wednesdays on Wednesdays. Um, but, you know, we've we've always tried to be consci- conscious of that, you know. I mean, Scott will interview somebody and it's like, man, you know, Scott just talked to him. We don't want to, like, interfere, so to speak, um, or or overlap. But at the same time, you got different hosts uh, talking to the same anglers. They're coming at it from different angles, so to speak. Yes, there are questions that are obviously going to overlap, but you know, getting those different angles can maybe one person will understand the one angle, and the other person will understand the other angle better. You know, so I think I think you're 100 percent accurate, though. Like we're we're providing a platform out there where where we can get folks names out there that um, deserve that recognition to, to definitely help grow the sport. And uh, I think we all can agree that the sport is kind of exploding right now. Um, you know, uh, especially here in my home area, the Midwest, like we haven't even hit the peak yet, you know, um, maybe in areas like California or 
down in the southeast, like, you know, kayak fishing is so huge in those areas. I mean, what did Hobie have for entrance this last weekend? 130, 140 people? Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. But you look at southeast tournament numbers compared to maybe your region in the northeast or, or definitely in the Midwest, like, you know, some of our events lack the number of anglers. And, you know, if you go back and you look year after year, those numbers are growing. Um, so it, it's just kind of crazy and, and platforms like this help spread the word, you know? So, um, but not only that, but both of our listeners, you know, or, or doing this podcast here where we're crossing platforms. I mean, you know, it, it just helps create a bigger audience. I believe, uh, maybe some of your folks didn't know about us. Maybe some of the people that were listening to us didn't know about you, you know? And I think that's a key thing. Like, you know, I always get, um, you know, the text messages like, oh, so-and-so started a podcast. Aren't you worried? And I'm like, <laughs> no. About what? You know, like, doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing what I do. I mean, it's just that much better for for the overall community, man. And, and I mean, you know, I get that question too. Why do you guys have so many segments? And it's, uh, well, you know, the more content, the better, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and again, that goes back to like you're talking about. You know, you're talking to some heavy hitters, but you're also talking to some of the the folks that are down here working their way up that ladder to get to that point, man. Right. Um, so it's cool. I I dig it, man. I got no worries. And I know uh, you and I had a conversation recently, and it was uh, I got hit up a couple times, and I know you've gotten hit up a couple times. It was like you and Dark Waters, like. <laughs> combining forces josh coming over to paddle finn and you know we talked about that and it was like you know um it was a conversation that was had but it was like dude you're doing your own thing crushing it why the hell would you come over here you know what i mean and and vice versa you know um i love what you do man and uh i i just want to say thanks for doing what you do and not being afraid to do it um that's the biggest thing i can say man that goes back to what we talked about before you know we both hate the sound of our own voice. <laughs> We're both not like super comfortable with this, but it, it over time, man, that just, it, you get that constant flow, that easy flow. And it just comes to you like clockwork. You know, I know, uh, you know, some of the folks we got here on paddle and fin, they were like, I don't know. you want me to do what? Like talk to people. It's like, yeah, you know, I know that's a thing of the past and most people are, you know, used to doing this thing here, you know, but it's like, come on, man. <laughs> so it's super cool, man. Um, so uh, we're winding down here, man. Uh, you want to shout out uh, any of the guests you got coming up next? Like when I know you said you're recording a bunch of podcasts and things like yeah. that. I know you're not sure when you're going to drop it. but well, I'm not going to say them all because there's a bunch of them. I want to butcher their names. Cause I, sure. Sure. More of, more of those, those alphabet things. So, uh, um, but you know, the, some of the ones I'm, you know, um, also yeah, I'm gonna get Alan Reed. I think he, uh, you know, he, he didn't have the uh, the best weekend. I think, but I, but I also know that he's a really good angler, and so I think it's gonna be interesting to talk to him and just kind of like there's a lot of highs and lows, and you know, it, it like similar. There's a lot. There was a lot of people who went down there, uh, you know, pretty confident, and the events that took place down there, I guess. Um, you know, it, it kind of shut them down a little bit. And I want to, I want to touch some of the people and hear about it. So I got a few of the people who were there to kind of help explain like what happened at Lake Seminole. 
Um, and I'm pretty excited. And I, I think Alan, I think the world of Alan Reed anyways. I've heard him a few times on your podcast. I'm really yeah, excited yeah. to have him on. Uh, I'm trying to get uh, Jake Hart from the one who woke like Seminole. So if he's listening. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's nothing. That's why I think it's important what we do, what we do, because, uh, you know, I had Jake on my show probably about two weeks ago. And, you know, he hadn't really won any, like, the, the big events. I mean, he was doing good, but he, he got really confident with the last season. And it comes yeah. in the, the first the first tournament first. and, and it crushes it. Crushes and it. it. It's like, yes, you know, and like he, you know, he started on my show, so I want to get him back on because that's amazing. And I, because you know, I get to learn about some of his struggles and things like that. So I'm trying to get him back on. Uh, Casey Reed mentioned he wanted to come back on, so I don't know. Nice, nice. A lot of people, a lot of people want to come. On, a lot of people, I'm talking to a lot of people, uh, but you got you know just being strategic on like filling in the time. Cause a lot of times I get way too many people because you know, like I'll ask this person, and then this person will say yes, and then this person will say yes. 30 minutes later, it's like, oh, man, I got six people I got to record. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Trust yeah. me, dude. I know how that goes. I know how that goes, man. Uh, you know, uh, because we got so many moving parts over here, you know, I'm always trying to help fill in when somebody can't make it or things like that, man. So I know the feeling. I know the feeling, my man. So that's cool. I, I dig it, man. I, I love all the people you've been talking to, and I'm, I'm looking forward to see uh, – what comes uh, here in the future uh, for you, man. It's, it's super stellar and uh, I love it, man. Um, so real quick guys, uh, we're doing the giveaway. If you just tuned in, haven't dropped a weight down in the chat. Um, closest person that guesses Josh's weight is going to win a $50 jig masters gift certificate. Uh, shout out to jig masters. They sponsor the podcast here. Uh, also, shout out to TRC Covers, Catch Products, Hammered Lures, Rocktown Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak. Uh, just want to talk about the plastics recycling program real quick, you guys. Uh, my man Eric Richards up there at Hammered Lures. Um, at the end of the season or throughout the season, take your used beat up plastics, throw them in a little Ziploc baggie. Um, I will drop the address in the chat here after this is over. Send those plastics out to my man, Eric Richards. He melts those baits down and makes new plastics out of them and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water. Super cool program uh, that we started uh, about a year ago. I know Eric's made, I don't even know how many pounds of plastic and donated them to a couple chapters. So uh, it's just a great way to give back to those that have gave for us. So um, just wanted to shout that out here. Um so yeah, um, so let's let's pick a winner here, my man. Uh, so, so I mean, you're not bashful of how much you weigh, are you? I'm two twenty right now. Two twenty. But, but I'm Jack Ryan. I'm Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said you weighed about uh, about three hundred. So um, yeah. you might want to drive over to, uh, to Middle Tennessee and whoop his uh, rear end. Um, I know I saw two eighteen from Brock Howell. Um, I'm going to give my folks that have been watching the chat to see if, uh, if anyone, uh, was closer than that. Um, so it might be Brock Howell, a dude, ever since that dude got hit by a boat, he's got a horseshoe up his rear end. Just saying, <laughs> just saying. Um, so yeah, man, uh, you want to shout anybody out, uh, thank anybody, um, Things like that, man. Before we uh, wind this down here, my friend. I'm not really like I've kept my uh, my circle real small and simple. I don't really have any sponsors or 
pro staffs or anything like that. Uh, the only people that, you know, if I had to pick anyone, it would be everyone at uh, the New York KBF. Um, if you're in the, if you're close to the area, you got to make it to our events. Like, like I said, we're, we're, in my opinion, in my biased opinion, we're second to none. So I always pick the you know, NYKBF whenever I can and uh, put them out there. Uh, you know, besides family and stuff, you know, my wife who puts up with me, uh, lets, you know, lets me hang out in my man cave longer than what I should to do these shows. Um, you know, I like think Coors Light. Uh, they don't sponsor me, but I do a lot of them down here. Uh, but no, I really don't haven't had anything, you know, any sponsors, anything like that. So no one really thinks. Just just a lot, just a lot of friends out there. I got a lot, right of, on, I got, I got a lot of good people in my life. So. Right on. Well, I just want to take this moment to say thank you for your service, man. And uh, I know you've uh, you did a couple tours and stuff like that. So I just want to say thank you for that uh, from all of us here at Paddle and Finn. And I'm sure everybody watching would agree 100 percent with me. Um, so with that being said, uh, just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, we got Mr. Duke Westcamp from Catch Products coming up next week to come on and talk about Catch Outdoors with his cameraman, Mr. Vasily. Uh, so we're going to kind of pick his brain a little bit on camera angles and taking photographs, uh, see what's new and hot coming out of catch and uh, catch outdoors for next season, man. So um, with that being said, guys, thank you all for those that had tuned in this evening. Uh, definitely appreciate it. Please go give uh, Josh's podcast a listen. Dark Waters Kayak Fishing Podcast found on pretty much every podcast platform we're found on. Uh, again, if you just tuned in, missed the first half of this, either go back and watch or it'll be uploaded for you first thing in the morning right on the podcast platforms. So until next time, guys, tight lines and smooth paddling. Peace.